0: Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, and you're listening to WNS.
1: You are now tuned in to the WNS Podcast. For all of your wrestling info, go to WrestlingNewsHorse.com. Or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsHorse.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling Newshorse Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are
0: your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and
1: Doug. That's right, what's up everyone, I am Daniel Heron Yo, I'll be Tyler A. Bear And we welcome you to episode 290 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com 10 away For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com You can find us on Facebook, WS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video And on iTunes, Wrestling Source Podcast 10 away
2: from 300
1: That is correct Good Spartans Lord Wow Yeah
2: Time fly. Mm-hmm didn't we start this like a year ago? No. Nope. Oh, many, many years ago. Many, many years ago. Yeah, when I was a wee lad. We, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod,
1: and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Podcast. Twitter. On the Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter, at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler on Twitter, at Tyler underscore A-Bear. And you and, cannot find Doug on Twitter, because he does not have Twitter. Well, he has Twitter. Oh, does he? But he uses the podcast. He checks oh, it through the podcast. Oh, that's how he He's checks sneaky. out the situation. He's sneaky. So, so, welcome to the show. We have got... A stacked show for you guys this week. We got some feedback, talk about Raw, talk about SmackDown, give you our predictions for Backlash. Doug's not here this week, but we got his predictions uh, anyways. Stacked show, just like the stacked hamburger I ate this past week. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about the Cruiserweight Classic. We're going to talk about some hot topics, some WWE 2K17 news, and of course, you heard him in the intro, giving us the little name drop, our interview with the one and only Cody Rhodes. So, very cool stuff. So, do not go anywhere because we've got a lot to talk about. Eh, If you want to skip ahead just to get to the Cody Rhodes interview, go to that and then come back and uh, hear what we think about backlash so uh so thank you very much for for tuning in we certainly appreciate everybody tyler how you doing i'm doing all right yeah two-man show this week two-man
2: show you got this you know um lately you know there's stressful things in people's lives yep you dwell on it there's also the good things in life good things like family
1: family yes family is important food is also nice i like food video games video games are quite nice what video games are you playing right now actually Pokemon
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> really I've been uh back and forth uh to Houston you still uh, playing Pokemon go no I dropped no. it Aww, I dropped it that's uh, sad. unless you're if you're not moving then it's pointless you know yeah but um I'm just trying to finish some Pokemon games I never finished uh before because I dropped them a long time ago and since yeah. my dad got in the hospital and stuff and I go back and forth i mm-hmm. I will my wife will drive up there and I'm playing Pokemon. There you go. So, and it's hard to catch po- well, Pokemon Go. It's hard to catch them on the
1: highway. Well, you're not supposed to be playing on the
2: highway. Well, I'm not driving. Oh, okay.
1: So, well, I guess that's still- acceptable.
2: Yeah, because they'll ask you, you're going too fast. Are you driving? I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm a passenger, damn it. <laughs> I'm a passenger, but I'm also driving. No. Lies. Uh, so, I've been playing that, but my time will be diverted yeah. whenever
1: 2K17 comes out. So, yeah. Interesting. Not too much longer. Not too much longer, but...
2: Getting close. Everything's been little going like... A little more
1: than a month away. It, this
2: is the time where it feels like slow you yeah. know, to me because... the announcements
1: year, have been made and now there's yeah. not really a whole lot I don't know if it was on.
2: last year. Uh, i lose track of time or the time before that. But there was one year where I, I mean, I'm going to get it. I'm going to play it, but I wasn't like super pumped for yeah. it. But this year, oh my
1: gosh. I think it was last year where you weren't as pumped. And then... Uh, a couple years ago, I know you were very pumped because we found out about Predator technology.
2: <laughs> yes, I did. That was the greatest. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what Predator technology is, <laughs> it means that this year's game is better than last year's, and then I'm going to throw up my hands up in the
1: air. Randy Orton. Yeah. That's the quote. <laughs> so, I, wish uh, I, could, I
2: want to find that on YouTube. And
1: Good luck. Yeah. I don't know if anyone uh, recorded that. That was the uh, SummerSlam weekend all-access thing that they did.
2: But... um. Other games, I'm I'm interested in uh, uh, Injustice 2. Yeah. Um, played the first one. It was a good storyline. Uh, what else? Blah, 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 blah. I still haven't... Well, I already beat The Witcher. I'm playing through it again so I can try to beat the DLC, but mm. I haven't had time to play it. Yeah.
1: So, it. I've been playing the heck out of No Man's Sky. Yeah? So, yeah. you
2: got the level 2 pass yet?
1: No, not yet. But I'm kind of taking my time. you Take know. Time. I, I I go to a planet. I like to explore it. I like to learn all the new words and everything like that. Go here, do there, upgrade my ship. Uh, I think I've fully maxed out my suit, um, which is 48 slots, I believe. Nice. So, um, you know, making progress here and there whenever I get to play it. Because I only get to play it for a few hours. Uh, uh, I
2: think it was two weekends ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, my friend Sushan came down, and he didn't want to play it. He was skeptical about it and to play it. And then... He went on a planet which had these little, like, cubes mm-hmm. and stuff. They're, like, rare. But, like, I found, like, ten of them. A like, lot a of them, yeah. I was like, wow, this must be the planet where they're on. Yeah. So, I'm like, you got to sell this. He goes, no, we got to keep it. I was like, no, you got to sell it. This doesn't yeah. – it's not going to be for something else. It just says it's rare. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say it's supposed to be for ingredient for another thing. It's well, it might sell be it. a little bit later on. but Well, I usually – well, later on, if there's some sort of expansion or something, because it usually says this, this chemical or this whatever is going to yeah. be – Made for this, and it didn't say any of that. It just says it's rare.
1: Well, the the higher up you level your suit up, and you know your ship, the the more stuff it needs. So eventually, you might need something like that. I tell
2: you what, when you first start out and you build your ship up, you get a little more spots and stuff in your suit and your ship. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the proper stuff, it's a pain in the butt to try to get another ship going.
1: Yeah, because you got to prioritize your suit. It's like, oh no, or... but I got to find this one thing. Where am I going to find this at? Yeah, you know? but um. Yeah, let's uh, let's dive into the show because, like I said, we have a ton to cover this week. Um, first bit of feedback we have is from James saying, uh, "When guys get too hot, they tend to lose to Cena." Uh, although you could, you know, beg to differ for AJ Styles, he ended up winning that series. But you know, I get what you mean. And Tyler, I myself am ready for uh, October 11th for the game. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks, James.
2: Um, by the time. This comes out, the mm-hmm. gameplay trailer is already going to be out, the first gameplay trailer. But, while we're recording this, it's not out yet. Yeah,
1: so. you're waiting for 11 o'clock. It's waiting a little, yes. For AJ Styles. Flying Bip. You're going you're gonna to wait for it. You want the Flying Bip, then ask the mouth. Nope, none of that. <laughs> uh, final bit of feedback we have is from Seth Rickson saying, good show. Stand strong, Doug. Just remember, they hate us because they ain't us. Ah. So... Nice. They don't want none. No? They don't want none. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, man, what a crazy week. Uh, I don't know, did you get to watch last week's Cruiserweight Classic? No. Man, you missed some good matches there. That was probably the best. That was
2: after the Ibushi and... um...
1: It was uh, Grand Metalik versus Akira Tozawa and Kota Ibushi versus the Brian Kendrick. Kendrick.
2: Yeah. The only thing I saw, I saw pictures of it, and I know that uh, Brian was hugging on uh, Kendrick. Brian was hugging Brian? Yeah, Brian was <sighs> hugging on Brian. That's funny, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, both matches were phenomenal. The storytelling for the Kota Ibushi and Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick match, um, was very well done. I mean, they they really made him look like the sympathetic Cinderella story. This is my last last hope. Kind of thing. They're doing something. Uh, they're doing some good things on the classic. Oh, absolutely. That is that is match by match the most phenomenal show going uh, in the WWE universe right now. I mean, it's it's topping NXT. Ooh. Um, yeah. Well, because NXT, when you look at their takeovers, they're all phenomenal. Uh, when you look at the shows, ah, eh, there's a few. There's some shows. It's
2: like, oh, hey, we're gonna review.
1: Uh, we'll review that, what happened. You'll see a couple matches. Match. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's...
2: I guess and that nothing happens. wrong with yeah, That it's... happens.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. Like, this week, uh, you know, Shinsuke is going up against someone who's not in the title picture. So, it's like, oh, I wonder who's going to win that. Uh, Asuka is going up against someone who's not in the title picture. Hmm, I wonder who's going to win that. You know, it's just... Some of the matches, you know, it, they're hits and misses. But overall, NXT is a good product. Yes. Um, Raw, not so much the case. Couple matches here and there that are good. A lot of bad. SmackDown, more of a 50-50 kind of thing, I think, this week. Um, but the Cruiserweight Classic, my God. I mean, if you're if you're a fan of just let's have a discussion about the classic. Okay.
2: And Raw. And Raw. Do you think they're gonna have the same caliber matches they have on the Cruiserweight Classics on Raw? Oh,
1: Yes and no. I mean, obviously they're gonna have to cut it short. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that bothers me. They have three hours to fill, and yet they don't have enough matches to fill three hours. I I don't. I don't understand. So hopefully, with the cruiserweight classic, with what people have seen on the on the classic, who follow Raw, and for the new, you know, the 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 current. I only watch Raw, or I only watch SmackDown wrestling fans i hope that they allow the cruiserweights time to shine time to Play show it what they simple.
2: can really do. Uh, the cruiserweights should have been on smackdown
1: i agree uh i completely agree especially when you got daniel bryan as your general manager but you also have to think you know raw's got the bigger roster because they have more hours to fill they have an extra hour breaking news smackdown's going to three hours oh god i don't think i can do it <laughs> i don't think so uh i mean i would but i'd have to cut back on you know just about anything else in my life that isn't a priority cuz you know what's
2: not a priority in my life?
1: A third hour of smackdown. Life. Oh. It's well. only it's only wrestling. Only wrestling. Only all wrestling. right. All right. So um but yeah, if you guys are not watching uh the Cruiserweight Classic, you're doing a severe injustice to yourself. You got to go back and check out these matches cuz all of these guys are looking to shine. So You know, all of these guys are hungry. All of these guys want to put on that great match for you, and all of them have delivered so far. There's been like one or two matches where I was like, "Nah, this one didn't really deliver," but all of them have left the crowd like speechless and, you know, really great moments, high flying action, hard hits, fast movements. Just it's it's a total package of wrestling. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's got the high flyers. It's got the ground and pound. It's got the technical workers. Oh, sure. Like Jack Gallagher didn't know anything about him going into this tournament. He is my new favorite guy. That's the thing
2: I I like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like about knowing about the guys on the indies that are hot yeah. and stuff coming into WWE. I'm like, I'm so pumped. But I also like the guys I've never heard the surprises. of. Surprises, because I'm like, you're like you said, you're surprised. You see this guy. This is my new guy. You yeah.
1: Know? How cool is that? I mean, just, just the way that Jack Gallagher uh, carried himself in the ring, you know, like he's the dapper gentleman, and then whenever he gets into a hold, you can tell, like through his movements, through his eyes, he's telling the story of, okay, what's my next move? How am I going to process this? If I go here, then this will you know, work, what's and so if I funny go here, that'll work.
2: Brian loves him. Yeah. Because that's how Brian used to be on the Indies. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Yep. And, uh, you know... We'll we'll talk about it a little bit later. Obviously, with her uh, interview with Cody Rhodes, uh, he he mentioned some of the some of the cruiserweights as well. It's just you know the evolution of wrestling is changing, and I think it's for the better. I hope that the WWE allows these guys to just go ham and do what they do. We will see. Huh? Or are they going to have to convert to the WWE style anyways? Um, so yeah. Make nope. sure you're watching the Cruiserweight Classic. The new episode is airing probably right now. How many more episodes do uh, you think they got? There's this match which goes into the uh, into the fine or the semifinals, and then there's one one or two matches, and the winner of those matches are in the finals. Who's still in the tournament? Um, there's Grand Metalik, there is uh, Kota Ibushi, and then Swan. Well and then that's that's the other two matches to determine who goes Rich to Rich Swan and
2: TJ Perkins
1: and uh Zack Sabre Jr. I believe, I think. I don't know. I'd have to pull up the uh the tournament list. Let's see. Cruiserweight really Classic. Um that's
2: going to be a hard one. Like I don't even know who I would want to win out of TJ Perkins and Rich Swan cuz I like them like Equally,
1: yeah. T- on tonight's show, Zach Saber Junior. versus Noam Dar, uh, T.J. Perkins versus Rich Swan. So both of those matches, I'm sure, are going to absolutely kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then the finals, September 14th is where we'll see the uh, the final, uh, the semi final match, and then the final, uh, the two semi final matches, and then the final match. And I think that's going to be live. So. Uh, Stay tuned for that one because that's tuned. gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Um, so yeah, Raw this week I felt was kind of subpar. Uh, I was not really into it. There were and a you lot feel of feel
2: like it was the Kevin Owens show.
1: <sighs> Some of it, yes, and then the third hour of Raw happened, and the whole Gallows and Anderson and Old Day, New Day. That thing just sucked the freaking life out of me. I could not care. Much anymore. Uh, after that, uh, I was seeing a lot of negativity. I wish I would just
2: drop the the uh, uh, the old uh, folks stuff, whatever.
1: Yeah, the old farts.
2: Just be like, we're gonna jump you. Just be whenever. badass monsters. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Like we're like badass guys. I know y'all are three. How were they two. in New Japan? Because I
1: didn't follow them whenever they're in New Japan. I did not either. So talk Doug That's about that. As a question for Doug, yeah, uh, you know, because I highly doubt that they did like comedy shtick in their time in Japan.
2: But they, from the interview and stuff I've read, they've <laughs> did certain goofy stuff. I thought they hmm. said, and and I don't know if this is like WWE telling them what to say, but with the interviews. I don't know where I read it, but they were saying like, "Oh, we, they're letting us do. I mean, do what we want to Just do. Just give them
1: free reign." If that's the case, man, someone's got to step in and be like, look, this ain't working. Like, we got to get you guys something else because this segment was awful. And there aren't too many segments that involve the New Day that I will say are awful. But this one was awful. I
2: chuckled when, like, I know it was timed. But like when like Kofi and like old Kofi and old Xavier were saying the same thing as like Kofi and Xavier when yeah. coming
1: out. I chuckled at that. That was about it. That was probably the only funny segment. The only part of this segment. Well, oh, Biggie, you got gout, like grandpa? You got gout. It was terrible. I mean, I I would really like to know who found this entertaining. The crowd certainly didn't find it entertaining. <laughs> they they were bored. I don't. Oh, it was a goop. So bad. So bad. Where were they? Uh eh, I don't remember. But
2: because I questioned like certain things that no, because the crowd
1: was hot as hell whenever Owens first came out.
2: Oh yeah, that. But there was another thing I questioned him on, which I'll get to later. Well, go
1: ahead and talk about it.
2: Um, the whole Sasha Banks thing. They, I don't know if you heard them, but, uh, okay, no one knew what she was going to do. Maybe some people could tell that she was going to fake or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she was trying to, you know, because I, I bit. I yeah. thought maybe, you know, she was hurt so bad she can't wrestle again. Yeah. And people were like, you tapped out, you tapped out, and stuff well, like that. You heard, like, stupid shit in the audience. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, I heard more things. I'm like, really? This is how you're going to?
1: Mm-hmm. All the people all for the whole time you've been chanting, "We want Sasha," and then you get her, and now you are going to berate her for submitting in a match. Like, come on, um, yeah. This segment I thought was really bad too. Uh, you know, I mean, props to Sasha Banks for showing that she has that kind of range of tearing up, getting emotional. The doctor I said, "I felt this. I, yeah, I felt like she, <sighs> you know, yeah. whatever she
2: did, or she, didn't her beat, voice I'm like, would, oh my gosh, is and, and she's trying to get her composure?" I. I
1: bit. Yeah. I'm a dumbass, but But it was... for The way that it was executed in the end, to have Dana Brooke come out, act like she I was going to it. I knew attack. it when she came out. And yeah. I'm like, it has and to I be And I did, too. It. And that's the problem. Because you spend two hours, two and a half hours, however long it was, building up to this big announcement, only to have, you know, you have Sasha Banks who shows her range, gets emotional, gets crying. The doctors, I've been talking to the doctors. And then you cut her off to have Dana Brooke come out. If and then you, she says, oh, the news, the bad news wasn't for the fans. It was for Charlotte. So you better tell her that I'm going to fight for the, the, the belt. If they were going to,
2: okay, I, they could have done it this way, in my opinion. Uh, let her do all that stuff. And here comes, uh, uh, what's her face? Charlotte, Charlotte? no Dana uh, Dana Come through the audience and jump her from behind. Uh, what about that? No. And she starts beating up on Sasha and Sasha
1: turns it around. No, because the whole time that they built they built it up as she's got bad news. She's like this is something bad. Mm-hmm. Not Oh, Sasha Banks has a huge amount uh, announcement. What could it be? We'll have to find out later. It was oh, she's got bad news. My deliver. bad
2: news is is for Charlotte. I'm yeah. gonna beat
1: that bitch's I'm gonna, ass. I'm gonna stand in the middle of this ring for five and a half minutes or however long it was that she was in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna act. I'm gonna choke up. I'm gonna get tearful. I'm gonna get emotional, only in hopes that Dana or Charlotte will come out, try to attack me, so that I can tell them, nope, I fooled you. Ha ha. that's what my problem is Yeah. now if she would have come out and said you know without doing the emotional like you know I've worked so hard to get here now you know I'm not taking anything away because she did a phenomenal job but it was the fact that Oh, I, I'm. So, I'm. It's so hard to try to describe it.
2: I was trying to lure that bitch out so I can knock her the fuck
1: out. I mean, was that was that her plan to deceive the audience? Because that's not something that a good person does. You don't lie to the hey, fans. Hey, hey, hey! You this led the them on. with WWE. You know, good guys do bad things now these days. Yeah, but it, nothing surprising. That's me. that. That was a big issue for me cuz like you're talking about being an influence to all the little girls watching every time you step in this ring it's to influence those girls to be better to do better and then you sit there and lie by yeah, by well, being deceitful like that's that's where i have the issue
2: well didn't like john cena do stupid stuff like that before or like not, not to really. ex- not to extent but he was like being a little bit of dick in different promos sure. and stuff like that and he was he's always done guy
1: he's done that Yes, but you don't lead the crowd on thinking that you're going to retire, only to have the bad news be directed towards one person. If the bad news is directed towards one person, you come out and say, "Hey, you guys know me. I've been dealing with a lot of injuries in the past. I've talked to the doctors, but I'm cleared, bitches." You know, just something like that.
2: Like what about? I know
1: it's kind of the same, but different. What about Mark Henry? Mark Henry was different because. Well, okay. In in the same aspect, is the same. However, if Charlotte had been in the ring, and she comes out and said, "Listen, you were the better person. You won. uh, You know, whatever whatever happened at SummerSlam, it happened. You're the champ now." Unfortunately, you know, I got some bad news. I've talked to the doctors. You know, if she had done that with Charlotte in the ring. Instead of hoping that Dana or Charlotte would come out, it would have been more like Mark Henry, where Mark Henry he knew what he was doing. He came out when John Cena was in the ring. He said, "No, man, I'd like you to be here for me while I give this moment." Only to turn on John Cena. He didn't say, you know, "Hey, you know, a Stillsby boy, done proud." John Cena, come out here and shake my hand. You know, that's if if were if they would have done it that way, I would have the same exact complaints. Like, why are you doing this? You know, not to mention he was heel at the time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if he has the emotional, sentimental feelings. The crowd turns for him. Oh, we love you, Mark Henry. Thanks for everything you've done. Then he turns on you again! i got a lot more left in the tank. Ah! Um, But yeah, so you've got uh, Sasha coming out. Big announcement. Bad news. What could it possibly be? You're getting emotional. Oh, shit. She's going to retire. Then you However, for whatever reason, Dana decides to interrupt instead of letting her finish what she was going to say. Like, say, you know, I've got to take some time off. Dana comes out. Oh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, you know, you're hurt. Get over it. Uh-huh. Let the real women wrestle. And then Sasha could turn and be like, yeah, i got to take some time off to get ready for my match against Charlotte. I'll see you at Backlash. But I don't know. That's, that's just me ranting for a little bit, so... If I'm wrong, let me know that I'm wrong. If I'm right, let me know that you think I'm right. Either way, (laughs) we would like for our listeners to to voice their opinions as well. So go to our Facebook page, go to our YouTube channel, whatever you got to do. Let us know what you thought about Sasha uh, and her announcement. The Raw was very local talent friendly. I was almost expecting Braun to go up against another local talent because... Braun! Braun! Uh, And what I had talked about last week came to fruition, it just came a week later than I was expecting. You were correct, Um, sir. Seeing Kara, saying, hey man. You,
2: it wasn't like the, you named a few things that came, right? Didn't you also...
1: (laughs) I've named several things that happened later
2: on. But, uh, but where were you... Didn't you say something, or did I say Alicia Fox? Did we say something about Alicia Fox and I, Jax? I said Summer Rae, didn't
1: I? I think I I might have said Summer Rae, and you might have thrown out Alicia Fox. And then, lo and behold, it was like, as soon as they showed the picture with her and Alicia Fox, I was like, oh, there's your feud. There's your first uh, enhancement talent on the the roster. Um, But, yes, uh, they showed Sin Cara in the back, and he's like, Like, hey, you don't pull the luchador's mask off. I'm here to teach him respect, blah, 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 blah. But then he ran into Braun! Braun! And... uh,
2: I'm so like I know <laughs> the games are always going to be like year behind but that sucks that theme is not in the, it's going to be in this game. Yeah. Cuz I See, like it. Yeah, that. See, that's
1: what I that's what I don't like about the game because it comes out they com- it comes out and then, like a month before it comes out, they change everything.
2: Oh, that's it's constantly. cena
1: has got a new theme. Braun's got a new theme. He's got a new look. They've got the the new titles that aren't going to be in the game, the new stage that's not going to be in the new game, there's, the, the ring posts there's that aren't going to be like in the new game. Five, the commentators that are like be in the superstars new game. That are in a game, yeah. they're not going to be with WWE anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, I like that. I, I mean, I'm not a big like <laughs> metalhead or whatever like that, but I did like this song. Just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what the hell? Like, I know it's supposed to be he, him just yelling yeah. but I'm saying "brawn" regardless. Yeah, you know, we've we've made it's it's no, you know, strange fact that we have countlessly made fun of Brawn and compared him to Revenge of the Nerds yeah. ogre. Well, you know, he
2: nerds. He has a different look now, but yes, he does.
1: With the sh- uh, shaved sides and, the, and all that. but That's why
2: I stopped saying it now. Yeah. It's like he, he let me down.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, You'll
2: be okay. He's not ogre anymore.
1: No, he's not. He's ogre. brawn. He's brawn. Brawny. Braun Strowman. So He made short work of uh, Sinkara and I, Jax, made short work of uh, a local, local talent who happened to be friends with Alicia Fox. I did laugh pretty hard uh, when Alicia Fox was flipping out. I
2: was like, oh, okay, now she's doing the goofy shit she again. Was doing,
1: she was doing her flip out mode, but that's not what I laughed at. What I laughed at was when she threw the box and it hit Nia Jax in the face, and Alicia Fox immediately broke character. She was like, oh, shit. I mean, what are you going to do about it? You know. And then she starts flipping out some more, and then Nia pushed her. I thought that was just part
2: of the character. No. But I thought it was like...
1: She was like, oh, shit, I accidentally hit you.
2: I... Th- I thought it was, because Alicia Fox has done stupid stuff before yes. where she's acting psycho, but she's not going to really hit anyone. So I'm I am really crazy.
1: Thought, I thought it was part of a character. I'm crazy. Look look at look at how crazy I am. I'm throwing stuff and so I was like, pouring yeah. water bottles and stuff. You're about to get your ass whooped. But yeah, I, I mean, you know, I saw the, you know, she was flipping out and doing all her little thing, and I'm like, okay, that's cute. Get your, get but then here. she Let's... picks up the little donut box or whatever it was and throws it and it hits Nia Jax directly in the face and you see Alicia's hands go up like oh like oh my gosh are you okay but then she immediately wrote like as soon as she got her hands up she was like oh wait I'm on TV puts her hands back down and then Nia pushes her
2: uh, I don't know I, I wish I could. I saw it that way oh
1: dude I saw it I thought that was great Um, so it looks like we're going to see the, the destruction of Alicia Fox followed by probably Summer Rae <laughs> um, another local talent going up against Bo Dallas. So, it looks like they're going to give Bo a chance.
2: Uh, they were super silent for
1: that match. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I get it. So, it's, ju- it's like they're trying to give Bo another leave in Bo. Yeah. It's time to Bo leave and Bo again.
2: Bo-Bo. Bo-Bo.
1: That's right. Um, one of the positives, got to see Bailey versus Charlotte. That was a fine match. Um, so, now... And Charlotte slaps Dana Brooke after Bailey's
2: that. Uh, biggest fan. That girl is now going to become like sign Rhodey. guy, sign guy, and like all those other. Does people. that
1: little girl not have school? That's How's she, what gonna, was, how's she traveling so much? Although yeah. I think that was that might have been a different girl. That wasn't the same girl because I think she lives in Florida. Uh,
2: Pretty sure. We'll, you can we'll have see. many
1: girls wearing a Bailey shirt and the hair on the side. We'll ponytail. see
2: next week. It's the same one in the crowd or whatever. It's like it's a different girl who travels because it's
1: going to be sort of how like they did with uh, with Rey Mysterio. All the little kids on the sides will have the little Rey Mysterio. Well, that's after.
2: probably different kids in each city or, or they yeah they, they place kids. I don't they, think this is the
1: same kid. No, I,
2: I think, guess what I just quit I think school. for her
1: debut on Raw it was yeah. After that, it's just whoever happens to be on the side. Because she doesn't goes out and does a little slap. You think it'll work thing. if we dress Noah
2: up in that? He's hey. like the little the little Bailey. I think girl. it's
1: worth a try. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are your thoughts on on this Charlotte and Dana, on again, off again, whatever it is? I don't know what they they're getting at. I don't know if they're are they trying to turn Dana face? Are they just trying to split them up? I, I don't think they're trying it. to
2: split up. Really, I, that's why I think. Um, I really do not
1: care. Yeah,
2: But I think they're going to let her... Get, let, just let Dana go and let her be in her own thing, fighting other women, don't be with Charlotte. I don't mm. know.
1: Who knows? Who um, knows? Another positive, Seth Rollins going up against Chris Jericho. That was a fine matchup. Triple H
2: wasn't at Raw at all. Right? No, he was not. He
1: was mentioned. Did
2: but, they address yeah. the whole thing? Like, cause I, I mean, yeah. certain things like, oh, it was in Triple
1: H is the, on my side. Yeah, it was in the opening segment. Uh, Rollins comes out. Because they have a celebration for Kevin Owens. He's so happy. He's the champ. He deserved it. I and
2: missed the first part. The only thing I saw there kept on showing out through all was like the end
1: part. Yeah. Were like your architect for your plans. I don't know. I what yeah. Uh, but it was Foley, Stephanie, and Owens. They come out and have a big celebration. Rollins comes out and is like, what the hell? Like, you know, I've been, you know, I've, I've, I've been working with you guys for so long. You're going to do that to me? Like, that's bull. Like, he even called her out. He was like, "Bull crap. That is bull crap. You're you're lying to me. You knew about it." And, you know, she got pissed off. She was like, "No, that, like I had no clue that that was going to happen." And, you know, she's playing that angle. Um, and Mick Foley, they had a segment before Raw even started where he questioned her and, you know, it was like, you know, 20 years ago after I got thrown off of a cell, I saw this, you know, shy smiled girl and and all that and You know, basically just referencing the past. Be like, I've known you for a long time. I've never known you to be a liar. So are you lying to me right now? Because if so, that would make you a very bad person. You know, like, you know, we've known each other for a really long time. Don't don't do that. You know, and so she basically said, no, I'm not lying to you. Like, so he believed her and he's like, Okay, well, I've got your back then. So, uh, I'll
2: talk to my husband tonight when I'm in bed with him.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you uh, you live with the guy, so you could probably talk
2: afford to give us it? some
1: answers. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so Seth Rollins versus Chris Jericho. Seth Rollins picks up the W. You,
2: uh, I wonder what Doug thinks about that. But you still like the? Do you like the chemistry with
1: uh, Owens and uh, with Jericho <laughs> yeah. stuff? You're my best friend. You got my back. I do, and and it's good because you know you can have that that ongoing friendship. Without both of them being on each other's, you know, coattails during the matches. Mm-hmm. Like every once in a while, yeah, have them show up and hey, that's my friend you're you're dealing <laughs> with, and you know, have whatever and have a backstage segment or two. That's that's completely fine. I'm totally fine with that. I have no issues. So, yeah, I,
2: I still like his attitude. I like the facial hair with yeah. the
1: scarf with the scarf coming out. He knows what's up. It it that's right. Do it. What is it? <laughs> it's it. What is it? You want... Anyway. Um, got to see the third match, Sheamus versus Cesaro. Um, I was really surprised that they gave Sheamus the, the, the yeah, win. Yeah,
2: yeah, so now they're so going to have it a,
1: where it's like he's going to come back the next few matches. He's got a 3-0 lead, Sheamus, and uh, we actually have a bit of an update on that because they had their fourth match today, today they went over to the UK, and uh, that match has already happened, which I find very odd. Match four has happened in the UK. Uh, uh, Cesaro picked up the win, so now uh-huh. it's now it's three to one. So possibly the uh, the comeback has has begun. There's a lot of hot rumors, hot rumors, yeah, on the internet,
2: which hot. that we shouldn't listen to the internet. Yeah, but uh, he, either Cesaro can come back and win, yeah. or he may not. He may not win because there is rumors that his contract maybe coming up and he doesn't want to resign. Hmm. I think there's a lot of people on their hands. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't have time. They have a lot of time on their hands. and They like to say stuff and they don't know facts. Hmm. We don't know if that's true.
1: I certainly don't. So. I want Cesaro to stay there forever. Yeah. I Well... I'd want him to stay there... If he's happy. ...as long as he's happy and as long as he gets an opportunity. Oh, for sure. You know, because that's that's a hard thing to come by these days. But, I mean, he is on TV. He is in the best of seven, so... You're getting that money. Making that money, yeah. Uh, Shining Stars going up against Enzo and Cass. Uh, like, what are you trying to sell me some timeshares? Selling timeshares and giving birth. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of weird. Um... It was a nice surprise seeing the shining How stars. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? It was a nice surprise seeing the uh, shining stars get the win. Yeah. Um. You know, Enzo and Cass. It's a team where they can they can afford a loss. And shining stars. Yeah, I guess it's really the next the feud. Win. It might be. I mean, maybe just yeah. it could just be a mini feud. a Couple How weeks. How you doing? And go from there.
2: Hey, you know where you should
1: go? Puerto Rico. Yeah. Come to Puerto Rico. Shining? Just we have. Awesome food. Awesome food, beautiful women, nice beaches. Yes. What more could you ask for? Yeah, money. If I were to go anywhere that I've already been to before for a vacation, I would definitely go back to the Cayman Islands, because that place was awesome. I mean, just awesome.
2: That's the one where your name's at? Hmm? Your name's, like, on a bench?
1: No, that was was in uh, Cozumel. It would always stay there. Yeah. Forever. Huh? It will be there forever. (laughs) Until someone notices it Or if it fades out Um, Yeah Went to Jamaica Went to Grand Cayman Which that was the best day And then we went to Cozumel Really good time Highly recommend going on a cruise If you've never been on one Go to Hawaii Hey if you want to go to Hawaii Go to Hawaii Do what you want to do I'm not your mother So uh Shining Stars got the win The Darren Young and Titus thing continues As Darren Young defeated Jinder Mahal So I guess they brought Jinder Mahal in Just as an enhancement talent Oh for sure Um which I mean, whatever. He, he signed the contract, so he had to know what he was getting into. Yep. Um Then we got to see another matchup between Kevin A uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Can't go wrong with that. These guys we know the chemistry, we know the matches, they do a they do a fine job. Uh, the thing that kinda struck me as odd was Roman Reigns coming down. He waited, you know, three hours to to make his presence known instead of coming out like Seth Rollins did. I was in the restroom though. <laughs> I was stuck in traffic. Um but I mean I get it, whatever. Um so Mick Foley came out and said, "Hey, I, I totally get hey, why guy. you're out here. You got screwed out of the title as well. So here's what we're going to do. If you defeat Kevin Owens next week, you'll be added to the title match and we'll and have ourselves that's a, what's
2: going to happen. We'll have
1: ourselves a triple threat match, Playa.
2: And it's going to be a triple threat match. I, I bet you. Not. No, I I feel like that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, because they're in the transition for Seth Rollins. I'm not sure if he's going to be a face or if he's going to be heel. Because he came out he got a face reaction. He kind of talked heel-ish, but also sympathetic to his cause. So I
2: hope uh, that match in the pay-per-view, if it's all three or whatever. I hope that, and I feel like Triple H is going to get involved. Yeah. Involved, not evolved.
1: Involved. It's all evolution. Evolution. That's right. Um, so who knows? We'll have to see it. who um, knows. Not me, that's for sure. Uh but that pretty much wrapped up Raw. SmackDown. Eh, it was all right. It's had some good things, some bad things. Um the opening segment, Dane O'Brien. Did you get to watch SmackDown?
2: Yeah, but I don't watch the opening segment.
1: I had, I'll be honest I I recorded SmackDown and I pretty much fast forwarded through this through this segment like <laughs> for whatever reason it didn't have any interest to me. What do you say? I don't know. I fast forwarded through it. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like it didn't really interest me that much. Um, you know he called out one of the ladies. They came out and was uh, he called out uh, 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 Becky Lynch who was then interrupted by Natalia who was then interrupted by Alexa Bliss, whose microphone wasn't working, who was then interrupted by Carmella, who was then interrupted by Naomi, who was then interrupted by uh, by Nikki Bella. So it was just like, dude, just bring them all out rather than waiting for them to interrupt one another. Nope. No, it was not the case. Uh, so they set up a um, three-on-three match Price. for later in the evening. But they did announce that the match at uh, Backlash is going to be Um, it's a six-pack challenge, but it's also elimination style. So, it'll give them a little bit more time, which will be good. Um, although I expect a couple of the eliminations to be fairly quick. Like, they'll probably do, like, a finisher, finisher, pin, pin kind of thing. Finisher, pin, finisher, pin. Um, anyways. And then they got a backstage segment with, uh, Dan O'Brien and Shane McMahon, who talks to The Miz... Miz is like I'm unhappy and they
2: the heat they had with the Miz and mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan completely gone. Gone last week on SmackDown mm-hmm. instantly with the mm-hmm. Ziggler stuff. So now I know they keep on replaying it in segments of stuff with like the Miz and the Daniel Bryan stuff, but it doesn't hold with me anymore. It's yeah. like
1: it it doesn't work
2: anymore. Now it seems it's, hokey.
1: Yeah, you you fucked it up. Yep. They had a chance to Strike while the iron is hot, and instead they just poured cold water on it. So yep. like, nah, we don't need that. Well, it's too hot, you know. Eh, it is too hot, too hot, too hot, too much. So, um, um, so then they had a match between Miz and Apollo Cruz. Uh, Ziggler was on commentary. I don't know. I mean, Ziggler did an okay job, but I felt like it was he a little was bit distracted. Yeah, though. he was definitely hyping him up. Uh, Miz ended up getting the victory. We saw a Bray Wyatt promo. Doing his stuff, whatever. Um, Run. Yeah, it was a, it's another typical promo from uh, from Bray Wyatt. Like he's lost the allure because he's lost so many matches to me. You know? Do you feel that way too? Like there's not. I mean, it's cool that he gets to cut these kind of promos. And Did you said he
2: lost to me matches to you, so you beat him.
1: Yes, I've beaten <laughs> Bray Wyatt he'll... on WWE 2K16. <laughs> Um, but no, it's just, they had, it's another one of the, the things that we were talking about, like Miz, you know, they had an opportunity to strike while the iron hot. It was hot. They let it cool down. They gave Bray, Bray Wyatt way too many losses to have a faction, the size that he did. He should not have been losing. matches. I don't
2: think they know what to do with him.
1: No. And then, uh, so now you've got a returning Randy Orton mm-hmm. who lost to Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so now he's going up against Bray Wyatt, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in our Backlash Prediction. So are you going to have Orton lose for the second pay-per-view in a row, or are you going to have Wyatt lose, who's lost damn near everything? You're know, going to
2: have Wyatt lose. So, so Orton can look strong well, going into fighting Brock
1: Lesnar. Mm, oh, whatever. Um, yeah, then they had the the six, six women tag match. We're in Italia, Alexa Bliss and Carmella got the win. Uh I was very surprised that they had Carmella um make Nikki tap out. That was a nice turn. That make her look good. Yeah. I'm strong. Uh we got to see the tag team tournament uh advancement between American Alpha and Uso's very short matchup. You predicted the, another thing. With the American Alpha getting the win. Actually, I think this one was Doug. Uh, uh saying the Usos turn heel. Um I think. And uh, sure enough, it happened. When did when did Chad Gable injure himself? He didn't. It was the Usos who injured him when they attacked him, or when yeah. he was trying to. They attacked him, and uh, one of the Usos held Gable while the other Uso like did a super kick to like the back of his leg or whatever, and then uh, then they held him down as they did the big splash from the top rope onto the leg. So that's what they're going with. They're saying it was a. A bruised MCL, not tear, so he's not going to be out. But bruised, bruised ego, to where it's enough that he's not going. They're not going to be in the match. Uh, so the USO is officially turning, which I'm fine with. I'll be curious to see if they still wear their colorful shirts or if they change it up a little like, bit. We're
2: not going to do our tribal dance or put all this stuff on because we yeah. don't give a shit about the audience.
1: Yeah, and they even uh, pretty much address that later on saying, hey man, you guys have been cheering us for however yeah, long, man. but then y'all started booing us the second American Alpha walked in. Well, there's a reason, f- there's your reason to, to boo us. We just took out American Alpha. You're welcome. Like, S- boo away. Suck it. Yeah. When we say booze, you say no. <laughs> booze. No. Okay. There you go. Say no to alcohol, kids. ha! <laughs> booze. <laughs> Anyways. Um... Fandango got choked lamb by Kane. That was dumb.
2: Another stupid shit. Well, even though I laugh though, whenever like he got that girl in there, it's like, no, no, you're doing all wrong. <laughs> I like how he talks. I like how. I just wish they would <laughs> He's let
1: sleazy kind of guy. Yeah,
2: I just w- w- wish they would let Brizongo just shine. They're not going to. Nah. But um, why does Kane have to come back and like run over people?
1: Because he's Kane, by God. He's a demon. Eh, whatever. Are you excited to see Kurt Hawkins next week? Not really. Debuts. Not really. Fact. Tyler is not anticipating Kurt Hawkins.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, what are they going to do with him? He may win. He might. He may lose. He probably will. Okay. Um. After that, we got to see Heath Slater and Rhino go up against the Hype Bros for the tag team tournament. Oh, did you
2: see that... Uh exclusive facebook exclusive i did not with his kids and stuff i uh-uh. watched that was it funny yeah uh, it was all right there was some um i didn't I mean i don't think it's his kids i don't think he has kids i mean he may have kids but i don't know um <laughs> not those kids yeah someone else's kids he remember the names and it was funny on certain things but there's this one girl like what's her name again he's he couldn't remember her name that's funny But i don't know then he was like thank you rhino and like what do you got to say rhino and he goes i hate kids <laughs>
1: And now he's running for political. Oh political.
2: man, that video was hilarious. That was with Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist. Uh, will you be voting for what's his name, Terry?
1: Yeah, Rhino. Just political. say Rhino. I'm
2: not for sure yet. What? I'm gonna break your ankle. Yeah. Don't uh, let this happen
1: to you. How dare you vote for Rhino? Vote for Rhino. It's that simple. Um, I like the dynamic of Heath Slater and Rhino. Heath Slater goes in. Tries to do the work, gets his ass handed to him. Rhino tags in, Gore one, two, three. That's it. You are done. Um,
2: so, who's replacing uh, the American, American Alpha?
1: Alpha? What they're gonna do during Backlash, and we'll talk about this in our predictions. They're gonna have uh, the Hype Bros go up against the Usos, and the winner of that faces Heath Slater for the and Rhino for the second oh, I was like, time. whoa, just, he just Heath Slater, slater yeah, two on one handicap. He's got to earn it.
2: Now, oh, we'll talk about it later when we
1: get into it. Okay, um, yeah, we're almost there. So the final thing on SmackDown, we got to see the face to face between uh, Dean Ambrose and the face that runs the place, AJ Styles. How great was that? He just straight up <laughs> kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> now we'll give credit to Dean Ambrose. He caught it one hell of a promo. That yeah. was that was some good talking. You in like there.
2: that paranoid like uh, aspect of AJ Styles like through the whole SmackDown or not really?
1: Uh, you
2: taking I mean, a picture it's, of me? Oh, it's a picture of family. He throws that phone. That was kind of funny.
1: Um, yeah, the whole whenever he was at the the desk with Renee, and he calls the stage hand over, and he's like, oh, if you do, if you show that clip again, I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna break your headphones, and beat your ass. That's gonna cost you money, and you're not gonna like that, and you're gonna get in trouble. Like that seemed a little okay. yeah. I hope they don't do it too much because it's already kind of over the top. Mm-hmm. I just hope they don't try and turn it up. I think even that was more.
2: like, that was of just this week. I don't think he was doing that shit last week.
1: Mm-mm. Well, I mean, he'd walk around. I'm the face that runs the place, and all that. But now they're like, "You're the face. You can't that's second place. You can't, you can't paint me in a negative manner." But I don't. One thing I didn't like about the Dean Ambrose promo was the the bowling trophy. It was too. It's too comedic. Like, dude, you're the champion. We get it that you're a lunatic and you're unstable and you're crazy and all that. But come on, man, you don't know
2: what he's gonna do. He's crazy and
1: wacky. You know, wacky and crazy. But uh, whatever. Yeah, it was a nice growing kick. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that pretty much <clears throat> wraps up SmackDown. And with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks.
2: We've, We've got, got to hear
1: those dicks! No! No! <laughs> None of that! You can't hear dicks. So, uh, Backlash taking place this Sunday on the WWE Network. SmackDown exclusive with the list of matches. Only six matches listed so far. So, I'm kind of wondering, is this going to be a two-hour pay-per-view? Or are they going to try and stretch it out to three? Because if it's going to be three, good God, they're going to have to make some more announcements to matches or they're going to have a crap ton of filler. Breaking news, we're going to have some Raw superstars on the SmackDown pay-per-view. Lord, that's just what we need. That That's one of the things that have pissed me off that they've been doing, having Raw su- superstars the, uh, for the dark match. Dark match, yeah. yeah. That's so stupid. No, you don't do that. Get your own talent over. Yeah, get out here. Go on, uh, get. Whatever. I don't care. So let's take this down... One match at a time, shall okay, we? One match at a time. Uh, Miz versus Dolph Ziggler Intercontinental Title. They've mm. completely taken all the steam out of the Miz for what could it have. They took been. all the
2: steam out of Ziggler. Yeah, shit.
1: I mean, he's trying though, but he's trying. Miz
2: is trying. What was that on SmackDown too? It was like he backed out and uh, out of the ring, and Maurice got the title, and then yeah, you heard Ziggler like, "You're a coward. Yeah, you're a coward." And he didn't go, oh, I'm a coward. I'm a coward? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: no. I feel like this is going to be one of those situations where Maurice gets involved in the match. And depending on if she gets ejected or not, that's probably going to determine the outcome of the match.
2: I, I'm not expecting anything, like, to catch my attention in this match. Like, I mean, I'm going to watch it, but, like, stuff that they did with Ziggler, and then, like, both both those storylines with both those guys before they just let me down. Yeah. So, um... I don't know. We're gonna see how it goes. It may, it may be good. I don't know.
1: Who are you gonna pick to win?
2: Um, I'm gonna stick with the Miz.
1: Yeah. Uh, Doug is picking the Miz as well, and uh, I will do the same. Just
2: stick with like uh, Ziggler losing again.
1: Yeah, and even on a uh, topic, talking smack, um, Dolph Ziggler went on there and like completely put the Miz over. Like he's held that title for so long, and he still does everything that needs to be done that we that they that he's asked to, and so. Really strange that he put him over like that. Um, next matchup, we'll talk about Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Randy Orton.
2: Orton to win? Like I said, just because he needs to go. I don't know when that event is where he's versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Look, looking strong going into it It's a fighting. Chicago
1: house show, basically. They
2: promoted it, though.
1: But it's not televised. And Unless they put it
2: on the network on a special house I would show.
1: almost be willing to bet this match ends in a disqualification. If they if they have this match, gonna it's going to be a straight-up one-on-one match, it's going to end at a DQ. Like, Orton's probably going to deliver it's a to blow. It's going to end at DQ or end at DQ? At DQ. Okay. Yeah, because it's a street fight. It can go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Doug's picking Bray Wyatt to get the win. Mm. So, you're going to stick to your guns, Randy yeah. Orton? All right. Uh Took it to my guns. Wow, you just kissed your guns. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick Bray Wyatt. I feel like he needs the win a lot more. This could be a chance for Orton to put over a different talent. All I know is that Jimmy cracked corn, and I don't care. Oh, shit, then. Uh, and here's another reason why I'm picking Bray Wyatt. This match has no meaning.
2: Oh, yeah, for so sure. Whenever it yes. doesn't mean anything,
1: Wyatt will pick up the win. If there's something involved, like putting the right guy over between himself and John Cena or a title match or anything of that nature, and it's going to drop what it. What should happen is Bray should win. He should win, yes. And I think Don't he's going to. Don't have that feeling at all. This particular time. Uh, Usos versus the Hype Bros. Winner advances to face Slater and uh, and Rhino. Doug is picking um, the Hype Bros. It's very interesting. I was... I, to be honest, I was thinking you'd pick the Usos.
2: Mm. I'm going to pick the Usos. Yeah? Because I don't know if it's a storyline mm-hmm. that Gable and Gable's out or whatever. Yeah, it's storyline. Oh,
1: storyline's not legit? No. It's, uh. it's a way to not have American Alpha win the titles, but the crowd be okay with it. And it doesn't make American Alpha look weak. Because... Shane announced, oh, he's only going to be out for a couple of weeks, which is enough time to crown a champion, do what they need to do, and then American Alpha comes back, seeks revenge after the Usos. Yeah, I'll go with Hype Bros. Hype Bros? Okay. Um, Part of me wants to pick the Hype Bros, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because the Usos are starting to establish themselves as heels. So they lost against American Alpha and immediately attacked them afterwards, injuring them. To the point where they couldn't compete. So you have the hype bros get the win. Usos, you know, get frustrated, take out their aggression on the hype bros, injure them, take them out for a week or two. And then you can have the Usos either advance automatically or you have them um, get the win, you know, cleanly in advance, or they could cheat uh, to win.
2: Because I don't know. Like, I don't. S- now I'm confused. Because I don't see also, oh, we're going to have Rhino and. Um,
1: Heath Slater. versus the Hype Bros again? Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking that the Usos, however they do it, that they advance to the finals. I changed the Usos. I'm thinking maybe the Hype Bros win and the Usos take them out. And Shane and Dane O'Brien are like, well, we don't have anyone else to put in. So the Usos, by default advance
2: uh, 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 because Usos. they did it this
1: week on smackdown. Yeah. And I think that would be some really interesting storytelling. Like what's 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 the more compelling story to have the hype bros win, advance and lose to Heath Slater and Rhino or to have the Usos win, advance and lose to Heath Slater and, uh, and Usos or have hype bros win get taken out by the Usos? Again, uh, The second team that Usos have taken out in the same week, Usos advance to the finals, and then whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's good. I think that's the more compelling story. So, I might... Oh, see, and it's hard to to, to word it to where I, I, I end up walking out a winner on this one. Um, I want to say that the finals is Heath Slater and Rhino going up against the Usos. But who wins the matchup between Hype Bros and, and Usos? That's what's throwing me off. So do I say the Usos win or do the Hype Bros win and Usos take them out? That's where I am. I am go with Usos. Yeah? All right. Um, right. I'm going to go with the Hype Bros and then say Usos take them out. That's just some fantasy booking going to on in my head. Seafood dinner. And then never call them again. <laughs> um so yeah. So sorry for for the listeners if I con- you know thoroughly confused you on that one. So that's going to take us into Heath Slater and Rhino uh versus the Usos or hype bros depending on who you pick. So um and it should be reminded that if Heath Slater wins, if Heath Slater and Rhino win, then Heath Slater gets a contract to Smackdown. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to let the uh you know, the comedy shtick of of Heath Slater trying to be a free agent this is a good opportunity to, to to end it because the crowd has gotten behind him. They've supported him. They're a fans. They're, the fans no, are coming out be. for him. They're
2: like, no, we're gonna this yeah, shit we'll going to keep going. Yeah, we'll do it.
1: We'll do it in like three weeks. Like when it, when it doesn't matter, we'll just have a throwaway match on SmackDown. Hey, if you beat this guy, then you win. But this is, this is the swan song, I feel. I feel like you have Heath Slater... And Rhino win the tag yeah. team titles mm-hmm. regardless of, of who advances. I agree. I'll pick them. And uh, Doug is picking Slater and Rhino as well. So that takes us into the six pack challenge, elimination challenge for the women's smackdown championship. Uh, Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella Nikki Bella, excuse me, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Natalia Carmella. So and it's gonna be elimination style. So, it can really come down to anybody being the final two. Um, I'm torn between Nikki Bella and Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Yeah, you think so? Yes. You have Becky Lynch win, and then Nikki Bella turns on her. And then Naomi turns on her. Everyone turns on Becky Lynch.
2: What's her... uh, Carmella's going to screw Nikki
1: over. And then Moonwalk on out of there. Yep. Yeah, with their Nikki Azalea ripoff music, (laughs) I think that's a it's a it's a good way to advance a feud between Nikki and Carmella. Uh, Have Carmella cheat to eliminate Nikki Bella. Becky Lynch comes up with the win. The win, the win, and becomes the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, Let's see who did who did Doug pick? He picked Becky Lynch. So, you're picking Becky as well? Yes. Okay, just want to make sure. So, we're all unanimous on that one. Uh, Final matchup, Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles for the WWE World Championship.
2: I think AJ's going to take it. AJ?
1: Yeah. That's who you're going with? Yes. Interesting. Doug's going with Dean. I'm going to go with Dean as well. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to do it. I got to say, those were some great picks. Those Those were some great picks. picks. Those Those were were some some great picks. picks. Thank you very much. What you're listening to an exclusive interview on WNS Okay, folks, joining us on the show at this time, former WWE superstar, the one and only Cody Rhodes. Cody, welcome to the show.
0: Oh, thank you very much uh, for having me.
1: Uh, we appreciate you coming on. For all information on Cody Rhodes, you can follow him on Twitter, at Cody Rhodes, or you can go on to Facebook, facebook.com slash official Cody Rhodes. So, uh, haven't seen you on TV in a while. So, uh, first off, thank you for coming on to the show, and uh, how-, how have you been?
0: I uh, no, I've been doing uh, really, really well. I uh, made myself quite busy, uh, you know. Once I uh, got, got my uh, freedom from the the WWE schedule that I, that I was on, and uh, it's, it's been it's been quite a ride so far. So I've been really well.
1: Very good. And uh, actually, after your departure from WWE, on your Twitter account, you released a photo of, of a special list containing some of the wrestlers you'd like to compete against. Uh, first. Part of the question: How does it feel uh, getting to cross some of those names off of your list? And second part: Are we going to be seeing any new names added to that list?
0: That's a that's a great question. I think, uh, you know, I think I have kind of in my mind, I have like mental amendments on the original list. I, I didn't expect the the list to really go like gangbusters, uh, <laughs> like it did. And you can never you can never really top the the original. I mean, there's there's some sequels who have done it. You know, there's Empire Strikes Back. But, I mean, like, the original list uh, is really special. Looking back at it, I wish I had included some names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like I said, those are my mental amendments. You know, names like uh, Kenny Omega, for example. Uh, uh, some of the uh, the British independent talent that's kind of just dominating wrestling currently. Marty Skrull, Zack Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, you know, like those cats uh but those are my mental amendments so there's another list it's just in my mind
1: that'll be your uh, greatest hits volume two
0: <laughs> right there you go there you go hey i mean that that's way better than saying like a sequel it, you know? <laughs> they're all greatest hits right
1: so you uh, you got your start kind of in OVW, which is sort of which was at the time WWE's developmental. Then you went straight to WWE. So a lot of the a lot of the wrestlers today wrestle on the independent circuit trying to get to WWE, where you've sort of done the opposite. So now that you've you're you're familiar with the style of which WWE conducts their matches, now you've sort of gotten a taste of the independent. Uh, style uh how do they differ to you is one more exciting than the other is one do you feel less safe more safe more demanding
0: i think um i don't really look at them as contrasting styles and and i don't mean to like insult they're very they are very different um mm-hmm. you know tv wrestling with wwe versus uh perhaps an independent wrestling show like pwg they're, they're very different but it's not the styles that it's for me to adjust to. It's actually the talent themselves Uh, with like the, you know, like the inception of NXT um, developmental became much, much less about um, building their own talents at WWE. And it became about maximizing on independent and international talents that already had this, you know, flair about them, this built in equity. So, the contrast in style so much isn't, I don't find one style safer or not safe or one, I don't even find them different as much as the talents currently, like this past weekend at PWG's Battle of Los Angeles, those talents, uh, I would put them up against any roster in the world. I mean, old to young, as far as like Jushin Liger uh, being part of that roster, I mean, they they are... Uh, they're putting on matches that I think are superior uh, than anything you're seeing on on television. With that being with Raw or SmackDown, I think uh, I think, and the best part is, I think you'll see them eventually on Raw or SmackDown because that <laughs> right now is where the recruiting is happening.
1: Absolutely, some of them taking place in the Cruiserweight Classic. Some going to NXT. Yep. Some going up to the main roster. So it's it's really cool <laughs> to like. If if you if someone had come up to me a couple of years ago and say, "Hey, this guy's going to be on WWE programming. All of these guys are going to be fluctuating between Evolve and NXT, and you're going to see this guy get called up. You're going to see that guy get called up," I would have thought you were to, you were crazy. Like it's been an insane sure. shift in the past year in wrestling.
0: Well, the demand the demand is different. The audience. It's not 1985 anymore, Mm -hmm. and you cannot tell the audience exactly what they want. You can try to lead them along, but the audience has more control now in in pro wrestling and in sports entertainment than they ever did. You cannot tell them something is really, really good when it's not. That's where you run into those situations where you've got a charitable guy who's always smiling and should be nothing but a good guy, and they're booing him out of the building (laughs) because... He's not that authentic, genuine wrestler that you're you're presenting him as. Whereas the places you're seeing these folks now, Cedric Alexander, for example, those people are too talented to be held back by size, uh, by any number of things that might have in the past held you back from making it to a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown or a Hell a WrestleMania.
1: Absolutely, and it's certainly going to be an even more interesting year in the uh, in the wrestling world as all of these uh, new talents start to emerge in the uh, in the eyes of the casual WWE fan. Um, but going back to you, there's a there was a report that came out this past weekend that we might be seeing you in Ring of Honor and TNA. Is is that something you can address? Is that something you could elaborate on?
0: Yeah, I, uh, f- for sure. Um, I uh, I can't speak to like specifics exactly, but the you know, I think I made the list, and if you look at the list at the very top of the list, um, it wasn't prioritized, but the name at the <laughs> top is obviously the first name that I thought of that being Adam Cole. Then Adam Cole makes his home in Ring of Honor, and I'm a massive mm-hmm. fan of Ring of Honor. I drove up and down the roads with Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. And got to really know Kevin Owens, and you know my last few years with WWE. Those guys, their admiration for Ring of Honor and what they were able to accomplish there built them to the level they were at in WWE. So, with that said, um, if you're on the list um, like Adam Cole, uh, I'm going to make the best efforts to get to where you are, and that doesn't exclude TNA, and it doesn't exclude uh, Ring of Honor. If you look at TNA. Uh, with absolute studs like Moose, Mike Bennett, EC3, um, Trevor Lee. I, I mean, I could literally just yammer on and name <laughs> a bunch of names. What the Hardys are doing there is exceptional. <laughs> the thing about CNA is there's all this stigma around it that people are focusing so much on the business side of it. Well, who owns what and, and what's happening and paychecks and all this nonsense when in reality, the in-ring product that they are delivering is is of the highest quality and you have these young guys you're not just making it a haven for ex wwe or our broken down wrestlers no they're they're young hungry son of a guns there and like like i said if you're on the list i'm gonna make every efforts i can to get to where you're at that might be ring of honor uh that might be tna that might be new, new japan pro wrestling i mean currently uh, I'm signed on to do final battle December 2nd with Ring of Honor, Hammerstein Ballroom. And that, that just, it means the world to me to be part of the event and to be heavily featured uh, on the event. Just, just when they came out with a graphic alone, it, it sure as hell means a lot to me. So hopefully there'll be more of that in the future.
1: Absolutely, and the fans are certainly gravitating towards you. You certainly got over with the crowd in your time in WWE. I mean, you were given many, many different tasks in your time with uh, WWE, from teaming with Hardcore Harley, your time in Legacy, dashing Cody Rhodes, the Rhodes Scholars, teaming with your brother Goldust, and even Stardust. Everything that you were given in some form or fashion, you ended up winning over the crowd, whether you were playing the good guy or the villain, you uh, you know, can you can you talk a little bit about that? Was it was it just your work ethic, or was it, you know, do you just have that particular it factor? I mean, I don't, I don't want to stroke your ego too much or anything like that, but you know, no. i was certainly a fan of yours.
0: Well, well, I mean, like it WWE is, is to some people the absolute end all be all in, in mm-hmm. the wrestling game. Um, it it's the company that's able to do WrestleMania. It's a company that a lot of us grew up watching. Um, So when you're when you're in a position to be on that, know when you're in a position to be in that locker room when you're handed something um, that maybe not be to your liking, that's still that's the reason you get the paycheck every week. So you're gonna deliver. There's plenty of people, not just me, there who had high high level of work ethic. The thing that I kind of prided myself on was taking things that might necessarily not or shouldn't work as well as they did, and making them something bigger. Me and Daniel Bryan used to have this joke, um, and I'm trying to remember exactly how we... Uh, oh, if you, oh we, our joke used to be, if you can't draw money, make it funny. <laughs> and the easiest thing to do is do comedy uh, especially is to take anything that you're not too big of a fan of and make it silly. And I always tried to make stuff that if I wasn't a fan of it, it regardless to make stuff, not silly, but, but make it good, make it, make it pro wrestling. Try, try my damnedest to, to n- not make anything that somebody would laugh at Now there are plenty of times that I've laughed at myself, that I've been laughed at, but taking something that, not supposed to be a contender and making it a contender is a damn good feeling. Um, And I just thought at at a certain juncture, I was tired of doing that, tired of making something out of something less. I kind of thought, well, what if, what if I had been given something more? What could I have made of that? But all hindsight uh, and it's, it's worked out for, for both parties, you know, uh, they, they granted me my release with, in an amicable fashion, and it's because of that that I'm able to do this tour I'm on now. So, you know, it's really worked out.
1: Very nice. And, uh, you know, one of the... one of the I just have to share this story with you because, you know, I would be sinned if I didn't. One of the longstanding jokes that we had um, during your time wearing the mask after Rey Mysterio broke your nose, oh. uh, Tyler would always make the joke, oh, what does he look like underneath that mask? So just... Just something, you know, just turning, you know, nothing into something and making it special. I mean, for God's sake,s you got a your mustache got more attention than a lot of people in the WWE who try. You know, it's
0: just the, crazy. Uh, the mustache was 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 I don't know. I <laughs> people really like people really liked it, and I I just I liked like. I liked it when we were out there, but then I remember, like, you're walking to the airport and have this, like, kind of Charlie Chaplin, like, dyed mustache, and, like, (laughs) unless you're a woman, like, unless you're a woman from, like, the 70s or 80s, I don't think you really find that type of man man sexy. I just kind of look, like, rather goofy. But you know what, people... It was kind of a head-turner, so... Well, it goes, that's, in, that's phases. It goes in
1: phases. It goes in phases, because beards are in, and then mustaches will be in, and then it'll be the goatee all over again, and all that.
0: I I, I hate it all. Yeah. Like, I, I hate it. Like, like the, the goatee thing, especially, like, when I was growing up, like, <laughs> the way guys were playing with, like, the goatee and uh, facial hair on their chin, but, like, today, like, people treating growing a beard out like it's the most special thing ever, it's literally the <laughs> laziest thing you can do. Like, I, I don't, I'm not knocking anybody with a beard, but to treat it like it is just this, gosh, this burden and this chore and this thing that you should, you know, you, you, all you're doing by growing a beard is doing nothing. You just do nothing. So I don't think, and know, I, I might just be jealous because I don't really grow facial hair well. So maybe I just can't grow a beard.
1: No, it's just part of the grooming tips of being dashing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. I'm still I'm still trying to preach. <laughs> uh
1: now there was actual talk of about um having possibly Stephen Amell return to the WWE, maybe have a WrestleMania moment between you uh as Stardust with him being Green Arrow, maybe even a match. Um was there anything to your knowledge that prevented it from happening? I mean, I know you're going to be appearing in season 5 of Arrow.
0: Yeah, no, I actually uh I haven't seen the the episode. I haven't seen the episode myself, but uh it's the third episode this season they come back to air October 5th. And I know they're like this season They're that's really kind of back to the streets mm-hmm. um, for Arrow. And it's a really, my episode, I was, was really proud of what we were able to put together. So I hope wrestling fans, if, they, if they're not Arrow fans, uh, certainly become Arrow fans. They, I don't think um, for with Steven, there was a particular hell in a cell match that was supposed to happen in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was, uh, it was kibosh. And it, the way it was kibosh was unfortunate because we'd already set up, uh, ring time and we'd, you know, we'd, we'd been, you know, told that's the direction we're going. And, you know, I'm used to things changing on the fly. When you have somebody kind of, from that world, that's kind of a, you know, kicking the balls for them is that, oh, well, you know, especially when there's no reason. I, I think, and I mean, this is, uh, this is not an answer I was given, but WWE, uh, tends to define celebrity different mm. than maybe my generation defines celebrity. Um, I I I'm more I, I'm probably out of it more than I think, but I feel like the younger crowd's a little bit more on the cusp of pop culture, whereas WWE is pretty much hell bent on their celebrities mm-hmm. basically have to be ten years out of their prime <laughs> or bored as hell or just I mean, like, no offense to any of these people, that's why I'm not naming their names, but I don't even think they realize they've hired some musicians back (laughs) uh, who have literally sang the same song that they sang on the original event they came to. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. literally just taking WWE's money and basically laughing at them. But yeah, so I, I always thought there would be some young upstart writer who would bust into that writer's room at WWE and kind of explain to... The older crowd, what's actually cool um, versus what's just plain lame, mm-hmm. um, but that is yet to that's uh, yet to happen. So I don't know if they realize that Steven and the Berlanti universe, and you know the massive audience that all four of those shows on the CW have, and the the youth that watches them, that would be all about because of the pageantry behind superheroes in general, would be all about you know turning over and watching professional wrestling. I just, uh, you know, Absolutely.
1: hey, though, they got Shaq. They got Shaq. Yeah, they do
0: have Shaq. They, they got, got Shaq. They, got, they got right, Flo
1: Rida and Machine Gun Kelly and all that good stuff. Um, I'm
0: not even going to name any names. They, I, I sat under the stage at WrestleMania 29 <laughs> in New York after they had cut my match at the curtain. I sat under the stage and heard a guy sing a song that I had heard him sing on a, on a previous show. So I, I just stewed under the stage. And then realize that the pyro could have blown me up and got <laughs> out of there.
1: <laughs> well, thank goodness that didn't happen. Uh, you know, you mentioned the the similarities between the heroes and and, uh, and and wrestling. We've we've been a long-standing supporter of that of that debate, saying that there is a, a precise crossover between. Th- superheroes and wrestling with, you know, the good guys being your all-time heroes and stuff like that. Even some of your ring attire has been inf- influenced. You, you know, you've had the the Triforce from Legend of Zelda. You've had, you know, come out looking like Mr. Sinister from X-Men. Are you into comics? And if so, which ones are you, are you into?
0: Yeah, no, I uh, I'm a lifelong DC Comics reader. I love Marvel too and the X-Men being my probably favorite, uh, you know, with Batman nipping at it. Uh, I... Not as current as I'd like to be. I I always say I'm about six months behind uh, on, like, whatever the big crossover event. Like, you know, they just had Rebirth, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm behind on what's going on with Damian Wayne, and that's, I love the character they've introduced with Damian Wayne. But no, I uh, I remain as close to comics as, because I was a diehard fan growing up, um, as close to comics as I can, because there's just, there's a lot of parallels, and I think it's a cool, um, I think it's a really cool world. That's why I just got I, I you know, just jumping for joy over the fact to be on a show that's centered around the Green Arrow, you know. If I'm I think back to friggin' young me reading Longbow Hunters and Green Arrow being part of, you know, just the the, the Dark Knight Returns and just I mean mm-hmm. just in general, like I I've always loved comics. The Mr. Sinister Cape ended up being pretty successful. I <laughs> I I didn't think it would be because on paper that thing looks really badass in practice it's very difficult to make like wire attachment uh individual strands that poor lady i think she used (laughs) little kids uh, lacrosse shoulder pads for that one but hey It's
1: a good time. Well, uh, you pulled it off nicely. So, major props to the, uh, the costume designer. Uh, and, like I said, you know, you are it is well known you're a fan of the Legend of Zelda. Um, out of all the games that have come out in the 25 years of Legend of Zelda, which one has been your favorite? And uh, what are your thoughts so far about the upcoming uh, Breath of the Wild game?
0: So, Breath of the Wild looks really great, but i i'm am kind of I'm in the minority on this one. I uh, I don't really like the cell shaded. Um, Zelda. I I loved Wind Waker when I played it, Mm -hmm. but I grew up with the games, so you kind of want this adult version of The Legend of Zelda to eventually happen with voice acting Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, a a modern-day graphics engine showing you. But at the end of the day, Nintendo is making games for kids and families, and I have to not be selfish. and, And then usually I fall in love with these games anyways. I think my favorite uh, game of all time is, is Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't I think it's the greatest game to ever come out with Metal Gear Solid being probably a close second. Um I don't I don't think there's a game better than that game. It stands the test of time now. Um and I know that all the other Zeldas influenced it, but that that that's the game that makes people wonder when's the next Zelda coming out every year mm-hmm. uh is that first Nintendo sixty four installment. So that's my favorite.
1: Yeah. One of the things that worries me about the video game for Legend of Zelda is is like you mentioned the the voice acting. There's going to be so much hate on however they make Link sound that, you know, it, it's probably wiser just to avoid it at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, but but you do have to, you know, you do have to move forward. Yeah. In some junctures, you know, like uh there was plenty of hate that Keeper Sutherland was voicing um, you know, Big Boss when it's Clearly supposed to be David Hayter who's doing it forever <laughs> and always, but it didn't stop that game from Phantom Pain. is an exceptional game. It didn't. I didn't mute it, you know. Yeah. So.
1: Or Jared Leto as the Joker. You know After everyone saw Heath hey, Ledger.
0: I. That that's the thing. Like, he's you're you're not going to be Heath Ledger, but I, I I felt like I was shocked at the amount of like people not liking Suicide Squad. I, I as was I of all time, but I I, I definitely thought. It was cool to see an incarnation of the Joker that was a mob boss. Yeah, that was definitely. a gangster. That was that was cool. That was different. And and yeah, you're 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 playing the role after Heath Ledger, so it's got to be completely different. What else are you gonna do?
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: tough. I always I always in that argument the same way. When people ask me who's the best Joker, I just tell them Mark Hamill. Thank the best you. Joker. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just say Mark Hamill and then just walk away. <laughs> you're either you're either solely into Jack. Are you, Heath Ledger, his performance is just—you can't see a, a colorful Joker now because you saw such a dark Joker, and then you don't mm-hmm. like Leto because it was such a departure from the look, and you know perhaps Origins—I don't know—but Mark Hamill just can't—you can never go wrong with Mark Hamill.
1: I mean, the guy's got Arkham in his name, so it's kind of—it was oh, destiny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going back to uh, going back to wrestling a little bit, we always like to ask this question because you never know what to expect. Uh, are there any fun on the road stories that you could share with us?
0: Uh, I think people have heard this story, but it's just one of my like my favorite moments ever. Seeing kind of like a bodybuilder a bodybuilder mentality shatter in front of you um, when we took me and Daniel Bryan took Ryback uh, to Panera. And uh, he was he was so confused by the menu. There's a lot on the menu. Um, so confused by the menu that he started sweating. And uh, the young girl, part-time teenager, not so interested in her career, at Panera wasn't very friendly <laughs> at the counter either. So it added to his uh, his uh, almost panic attack. Where he, I mean, he cut into Dan and I about. You guys can eat this stuff because you're 205 pounds, but I'm I'm a grown ass man and uh and like I mean he just he just laid into us in front of the entire store and then uh, when he turned around and asked her well do you have salads at least she just looked at the back of the board where it clearly said in bold letters salads <laughs> and uh, when she just like gave him a smug yeah he uh he like he did his uh he took the cups and he just knocked all the cups <laughs> over and uh just stormed out of the the store to only come back moments later and order a salad from a different teller there and then he got he got like 60 dollars worth of food and then people would bring signs to shows that said Ryback hates Panera or Ryback fears Panera <laughs> it was just it wasn't like it's it, it was just hilarious to me to see a man's Sweating, yeah, over his frustrations, and then and then accuse me and Dan of, in our lighter size of of being less of less of a man because we couldn't eat that Panera.
1: But How I love I
0: love the Rybacks dearly. But that was one of my favorite moments of all time.
1: How dare you, sir, be a man of your size?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he was pissed. He threw all those cups.
1: <laughs> and uh, you know, one other question that that you know we asked some of our uh, our longtime listeners if they wanted to chime in, and everyone. Uh, responded with they w- They would like to hear a story uh, with you and your father.
0: Hmm. Well, um, there's so many with Pop. <laughs> you know, I keep a lot of them closely guarded. But mm-hmm. oh, I, it was a cool little moment. It just kind of popped in my head. I'm at, at WrestleMania um, in Atlanta, I think it was WrestleMania 27? I believe so. Um, yeah, I, I was wrestling against uh, Rey Mysterio. And uh, little known fact, it was not only my first singles uh, match at a WrestleMania. It was my first singles match on a pay-per-view. I'd been in tag team main events. I'd been in a Hell in a Cell. I'd been in this, but never a singles match. And um, and uh, I was, you know, happy with the end result of the match. And, had you know, I grew up in Marietta, Georgia, so we're essentially kind of in my hometown when we were in Atlanta. And um, I was talking afterwards, and I was standing next to Rey Mysterio after the match, and, my dad just pulled his Blackberry up and I looked over the corner of my shoulder and I saw him taking a picture of the two of us. And um, as the first time, I was like uh, he was a fan of mine. You know, I'd always Mm -hmm. been such a fan of my dad's. Um, And the first time I saw like, wow. I I, I made him a fan of mine because, I mean, at the end of the day, we always just you want to impress your your dad. That's an important thing. and, And be like your dad for most... Most guys, then uh, he started doing that with everything. And <laughs> one year, I'm having a private meeting with Big Show, and he just kicked down the door. And and you know, there's Rock and John Cena and me and Big Show in a private room. And here he comes, just talking nonsense and how much better he is than everybody in the room. It was just some magical dustyisms and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I always uh, he did that every year at WrestleMania. After that, I catch him taking a picture of me, and I never tell him I caught him doing it. Um, (laughs) But uh, you know, it's always cool to see. Like, ah, all right, he likes he likes what I'm doing.
1: (laughs) One of those very special moments. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, Do you have any upcoming appearances or upcoming projects on the on the way?
0: Well, I mean, I put everything on uh, on my Twitter because it's like a it's madness Um, as far as like this weekend alone. Starting um, Thursday, so starting tomorrow is a, or today, today tomorrow, whenever this airs, um, is a is a banner like weekend. You know, Chris Hero Friday night, Brian Fury Saturday night, Pat Buck, the guy who had my first professional wrestling match ten years later at his promotion, wrestling him Sunday night, um, me and uh, Johnny wrestling against uh, Drew Galloway and Chris Hero for Evolve, and then you know it just. The hits keep on coming the following weekend, working Tommaso in one of his last independent matches nice. before he goes full-time with WWE and then big-time wrestling. I put it all on my Twitter because it's, it, it's hard for me to even keep up. My Twitter and my Facebook uh, is where all the announcements are.
1: Awesome. And for all the info, like we said, follow Cody on Twitter at Cody Rhodes or go to Facebook.com slash Official Cody Rhodes. Just look for the little check mark. It's that simple. Cody Rhodes, we certainly... Appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming on to our show.
0: Oh no, thank you, thank you very much for having me.
1: And time to go into hot topics. Certainly appreciated, Cody Rhodes coming on the show. Thank you, everyone, once again for for listening to the show. We certainly appreciate it. And if you liked what you've heard so far, make sure to give us a subscribe either on YouTube or on iTunes. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. All that good stuff. Time to go into some hot topics. Uh, as we mentioned earlier um, in the show, Jack Gallagher. Uh, confirmed he's going to be coming to Raw as part of the cruiserweight division. Gallagher, I'm so happy to see that. Um, this weekend, Saturday, finally, at long last, the debut in the UFC for one CM Punk. I personally am excited for this matchup. I know I'm they're, excited and nervous. Yeah, I'm, I know a lot of wrestling fans. They're very divided when it comes to this. Some Some want to see him succeed. A lot of them want to see him fail. A lot of the UFC fans want to see him fail because a lot of the pets are going to not be in his favor. I'm he is the underdog. Yeah, um, but I'm hoping Did he goes you out there.
2: Finish watching the Evolution of Punk.
1: I saw the first three episodes. I have not seen the fourth there's, one. Yet. There's four. There's four in all, uh, and the fourth one's going to focus mostly between him and and his opponent Jackie Gall. I think that's his name. But anyway, Mickey Mickey Gall. Sorry, Jackie. Wow. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this matchup. Um maybe we can all go to Buffalo Wild Wings on Saturday or something and check it out cuz um I know the wrestling world is going to probably be watching. Oh yeah, for sure. The UFC fans are going to hope that he fails. And here's the thing. He's admitted numerous times, look, I get it. I'm only here because of my name. If if I were just some Joe Schmo who wanted to be in the UFC, people would say, "Yeah, good luck with that kid." But because of his name, he gets the opportunity. He's not there to be arrogant about it. He's like, I, I get it. I totally understand this is not fair to all the other MMA fighters in the world who, who have been wanting this chance, and I just walk in. You know, It's like you're waiting in line at the club trying to get in the door, and they're like, oh, sorry, we're at max capacity. But then the celebrity shows up, and they're like, hey, come on in. They're like, dude, what the hell? So it's one of those situations. But this is his. it's something that he's wanted to do. He has the opportunity to do it. The UFC has given him the chance to do it. So, you can't really hate CM Punk for that type of situation. Because, you know, it's what he wants to do and he's been given the opportunity. So, uh, you know, best of luck to him. That's all I can say. How about you?
2: I hope he wins. Yeah? He deserves it.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, and if he doesn't, he doesn't. That's what, you know, that's what it's all about. He just wants to say, I did it. So, um, so we'll have to see how it all plays out on Saturday. So uh, now let's talk a little bit about some uh, 2K17. Tyler, Tyler you had, you had some news.
2: Not too much regarding um, that. Yeah, that trailer. By the time you like, Drop I said it. it's already going to be dropped. Drop um, it. A fun little uh, story, little tiny story I read. Um, I forgot who interviewed um, uh, Xavier Woods, but uh, it was me. Yeah, it was him. Uh, but he says, a little funny little thing, he got a uh, text message from Trent Breda if you remember him. Where's Trent? He goes, hey, sorry, dude. Uh, He's like, what are you sorry for? He goes, I was actually the one that's been mo for your entrance uh, for the new day. And he goes, I cannot do you to save my life. Hey, now. And... Uh, he watched it, but he, well, he, he said first, he was like, I'm pretty sure you did. You did all right. He watched it back again. He goes, Yeah, that's Trent Beretta. <laughs> so if it looks a little bit off, now you know Trent Beretta did the mo-cap for Xavier hey, Woods is dancing wow. in his entrance. So, see, why don't they just get the stars to do their own? I, I don't wonder know. if they have a hectic schedule, but still, it's you know, you take one day. Well, I'm wondering if they got everyone or if there's certain people they did mocap their stuff for. Yeah. Because I have a feeling, I could be wrong, but like they put some time and effort into I That's why I read Shinsuke's stuff. Yeah. So I wonder if they got Shinsuke. in because what I read in the interviews from the people from, um, over, or, well, one of the guys who was interviewing one of the developers. At the convention that they just had the 2K uh, thing they had like a few weekends ago, mm-hmm. said that they they are big fans of Shinsuke and you know you know Japan wrestling and stuff like that. So they were glad to get him. Nice in the game. So I think they got his entrance.
1: Very cool. Low capped it, but uh, yeah. Well, have to check it out. Uh, yeah. I think there's I think there's already a video of yeah. their entrance. So go and check it out. So uh, no Q and A for us this week. But is there anything else? Um i forgot to talk about i don't know go check out cruiserweight classic it's getting yep. ready to come to the end um lucha underground starting up starting back up this week so uh have to check that out whenever we get home We're still in season, two? season three starting oh wow yeah started Dude, tonight. so far behind yeah started tonight so uh have to get back into that maybe we'll bring bring in some reviews once we get a chance who knows? We'll see. But uh, thanks everyone again for listening. Make sure to submit your questions. Uh, if you have for, for us on our YouTube channel, WS Video, also our Facebook page, WS Podcast, you can check us out on wrestlingnewsforce.com or WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast.
2: Um, we're on Stitcher, BeyondPod and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us.
1: And you can also follow us on Twitter at WNAS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Bear. So there you go. Once again, big thanks to Cody Rhodes for coming on the show. Had an absolute blast. And uh, for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Herron.
2: I'm Tyler Bear,
1: And we will catch you all next week.
2: Yes.